Um, what I was wondering was, um, you know, how do you know when you've taken on too many interview processes? Because mm. obviously you speak to some candidates and sometimes you hear they've got like five or six on the go. They might be spreading themselves too thinly. Mm. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you've got to be super focused. So is it just a scattergun approach where you're mm. taking all these opportunities because you're panicking? Like if you're out of work and you're quite yes. desperate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But again, you don't want to be doing this in six months again and taking the wrong opportunity. Yeah. Okay. And work is such an important part of your life. We spend a third of our lives at work. That's like 90,000 <laughs> hours. It's quite a scary <laughs> thought. But yeah, you've got to really enjoy the job that you're doing and feel passionate about it. So it's making sure that you sit down, think exactly, you know, what do I want, you know, from my job? Mm. What do I want from an organisation? You know, and do your values line up with their values as yeah. well? So I think, first of all, you need to get that right. Um, so again, you know, when you're looking for these opportunities and you're going for interviews, is that the right opportunity for yeah. you? Like values and culture, like... Exactly. Is like, you know, people are, are understanding that it is so much more important than just remuneration. Yeah, exactly. Um so, yeah, so it's making sure your values um, are lined up. And with, with interviews as well, if you're having six, you're not going to be focused enough. So if you, you think mm. it's going to be all over, you're not going to be effective. Yeah. So you're better off drilling it down to three that you, you, know, you really want to go for. Then you've got the time to prep for them as well. So yeah. you're fully prepared. You're feeling confident going in there um, rather than just trying to take too many on mm -hmm. and as we said earlier you're so emotionally invested in it it mm -hmm. does take up a lot of energy yeah and then this is where it comes back to looking after your well-being because you've got to be on top form you know for, for going for these interviews as well you said Ralph that that you had <clears throat> candidates that were maybe doing like five or six interviews mm -hmm. Maria what what would you say are, are warning signs or symptoms I suppose when you've taken on too much and you just put too much pressure on yourself I suppose yeah well I think it's that you're starting to feel stressed and really overwhelmed with it and then mm. you're not going to be effective so you want your focus to be laser sharp so it's making sure you're focusing on what's the right priorities you know at that time yeah. and making sure it is the right opportunity as well yeah because you're obviously not helping yourself either are you? if you go into an interview mm. not doing a great job coming out of the interview not getting yeah. progressed feeling bad, doing that over and over and over yeah, and over yeah. and over, it's actually a vicious circle, it's not getting you. Exactly, and that will come across as well in your interview, if you're not mm. prepared, you're not feeling confident or if you're feeling stressed, yeah. so you, when you go for an interview you want to sit there and be the best version of yourself. We had really interesting feedback the other day actually, a, chat, a final interview, um, and he came out of the interview thinking that he'd nailed it and they were going to offer him the job and everything was great and he was really pleased because he wanted to get a job, he was out of work, and he was going to start on Monday. But the reality was they discounted him because he was too, they, their feedback was too desperate, he came across as being too right, desperate. Yeah. So it's almost like, to your point, he's gone too far into yeah. really needing it and not been the best version of himself as allowed, you know, other... Yeah. Um, that's such, a, that's such a hard thing to keep in check of with, with yourself surely such a fine line between coming across as really enthusiastic and yeah. sincere and, and mm. desperate yeah mm. what yeah. would you think about just as I've been sat there thinking the money bit really resonated with me because mm. everybody I'm sure it's great when you sat in a job you would suddenly lose your job tomorrow I'm sure most people haven't got months and months and months mm. of savings just the pressure on families and mortgages and whatever and the cost yeah. of things what would you think about 
if you rather than being out of work while you're looking while you're trying to focus on a specific job that's going to have the right values and the right long-term option mm. getting a job just to tide yourself over like work in a bar or work in a shop or agency work in a factory or just to keep yeah. money coming in yeah i reckon a lot of people in our industry would see that as beneath them Mm. But would you suggest that might be a useful? useful well, that, absolutely, that because again, it, it's something to get up for every morning. Because um, I suppose it's very easy to um, for it to affect your mental well-being, and you can slip into feeling, you know, anxious and quite depressed being out of work. So it is really important you've got something to get up for every mm. morning. Mm. So that's why having that structure in place every day, yeah. mm. um, you know, will, will keep you going. Because there was a candidate recent, wasn't there? Did they work for the RSPCA or something? Yeah, yeah. I've heard about that actually. Um, they work yeah. and they just volunteered so they looked for a job but they just yeah. kept that structure by working for a charity yeah. that that's so wholesome cool. isn't it yeah. 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 well actually that, that's a really good shout is maybe getting involved in your local community and doing some charity work and that's going to make you feel good because you, you're giving back as well and, yeah. and that's also going to look good for a potential employer that you know mm. you're not just sat at home doing something you've been like really proactive and you're giving yeah. back yeah. to the community what have you done for three months well completely yeah. Netflix yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> I think yeah. that structure for me resonates with me the most because yeah. I know for me I'm at my absolute best when I've got a really strict routine. Um, I've just got um, one more point to make on um, the interview process as well. Yeah. You don't want to have like five or six so you're spreading yourself too thin and you're not focused. But then another thing is is to make sure that you're still looking for opportunities and yeah. almost got a plan B while you're waiting for the answers on whether you've got that job or not. So again, you're not putting all your eggs in one basket um, and your heart's on this one thing because then it feels like a massive drop when you don't get it. But if you know that you're moving forward and you think, well, okay, that opportunity's not worked out, but actually I've seen something else that I've applied for. It just keeps that momentum going. That's a really good point. That'll that'll resonate with the people um, that we work with. So they're salespeople, so they're used to managing a sales process. The same way that if they had a piece of business on the go they wouldn't have all their hopes of hitting the target all on that mm. piece of business they'd have all the plates spinning in the background yes but you might not want to run five to the max at, at yeah. once but you need to know where your next move is yeah so that's exactly. a really good tip that mm. if you run it like you would a sales process and you're getting up every day and having that structure that yeah. to our listeners will feel more normal yes to them. yeah 